On this episode, Frederick stops by. Two fourteen. Great. You've done two hundred and fourteen episodes. Yes, sir. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. How many episodes of your show have you done? Maybe like sixteen, <laughs> five seasons, twelve episodes per season. Yeah, but you guys film a lot to get one episode. Nine months per season we film. Oh Are you guys filming for nine months? Why? Because the lead time of closing. Because of the. Well, my deals the take like a month, but you know the right. other two guys. It's like <laughs> average, average. Woo! Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, let's do this. What is it? Two what? Two fourteen. All right. Ready? Yep. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vay, Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 214 of the Ask Gary V Show. I'm pretty excited. As, uh, as a lot of you know, I do not watch television, but when I work in bed at 11, 12, 1 in the morning, my wife Lizzie has a couple of shows she loves, and this character right here is one of her favorites, so I'm super pumped about that. I right. like Lizzie. You like her, right? Yeah, she's yes. a keeper. She is a keeper. Why don't you tell the Vayner Nation, for the people that are watching right now, uh, who do not know who you are, yeah. a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into India's questions. Okay, um, my name is Frederick Eklund, and I'm a real estate agent in New York, and the show he's referring to is Million Dollar Listing New York on Bravo, and it's airing tonight. Tonight, and we'll get this up. Stefan, if you're willing to hustle a little bit. Thank you. All right. And uh, how long have you been doing it? 13 years. Can you believe it? It feels like I came to New York yesterday. 13 years. And, and tell me about the show. It's been on for five years mm-hmm. now. And yeah, I started filming six years ago, and everybody that I knew, my family, my competitors, everyone said I shouldn't do it because reality TV is, this you know, as an agent, you don't want to show right. friction and certain things in your business, and I always believe that it would be good for my business and personal too. So Because you thought it would get you exposure? Yeah, like I can't knock on enough doors, I can't send mailers out. I mean, how do you get yourself out there to millions of people as a real estate agent? You know, especially me coming from Sweden, not knowing anyone, yep. not knowing the language. I didn't have any contacts or... And yeah. so what has been the global impact on, the business, on your business? Being number one in New York three years in a row. That's a, that's a, that's... <laughs> That's an, like, an impact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, well, they don't smile, clap. Smile. They hear a lot of hyperbole from me. Every no, it's day, been so. amazing. I mean, I, I don't know where the business comes from. You never know. You can't isolate but it. It's you clear, know. right? I think you need to be in all places. So it's like big on social media, you're on television, your people read about you in the New York Times, That's you see right. the ads, and the listings themselves is a, is a great channel of advertisement. Yep. Yeah. And so, and actually, you mentioned it. You know, obviously, we're at a very large social media digital agency. Yeah. How has social been for you? What are you, uh, what's currently, Frederick, are you, have you adapted Snapchat? Are you, no. Is it, why? I'm scared. About? Well, because I'm very old, yes. I'm really scared about. But you about look s- young. Thank you. You look you're very handsome. I have and a I have a baby face, so yes. like it's good for when I yes. was young. I look really young, yes. and now I'm looking like you know kind of young. Yes. Uh, no, I'm scared <laughs> of Snap because uh, I'm gonna get addicted. I know I'm gonna love it so much. Yes. And I have like Luis on the show. Yes. You know my friend yes. Luis. He is obsessed, yes. and he just runs around snapping all the time. I invited him to my apartment, and I could not have a real conversation with him because he just, he, snapped, everything. He just snapped. So. So where are you? Twitter? No. I'm, I, no I'm not. Why was that such a visceral reaction? <laughs> I'm not a twat. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no Twitter is like, you know, no, I never, I think. You never did it? No, not really. I okay. think I'm a photographer. I like photos. Instagram. Yes, I like that. Um, 
and to sell something, which I do, I yes. sell real estate, I, I never saw somebody sell an apartment over tweets. Okay. Instagram is good for that because you have the But you know people room. have bought apartments off of tweets. Never happened. Show me one example. So I have an example. I have a oh, friend. You bought an apartment over I did not, but I have a friend who bought an apartment over Twitter by tweeting. So it's one, you know what's interesting? You're talking about push marketing, right? Mm-hmm. You're putting out content. Mm-hmm. Where I think Twitter is remarkable mm-hmm. is you can literally search everybody who tweets and my friend tweeted out that he was looking for a new home and real estate agents that were listening reached out to him yeah. and closed him on a multi-million dollar home. That's good. That's just real. That's good. That's I real. just think for me, like, listen, I don't have a lot of followers, maybe right. like 130, 40 something thousand followers yes. on Twitter. I think the, the, the challenge with Twitter is that people tweet and you think that 140,000 people are gonna read it. Yeah, but then I read something that was like 1% because yeah, the informational yeah, highway 100%. is so fast. And, and we agree with that. that and been, so, yes. whereas, whereas Instagram is a They're little bit linear yeah. and you, you and Facebook. So when do you start Snapchatting? I am not going to. No, are you willing to be on the record here saying you're never going to go on Snapchat? I want to be a reoccurring character in my friend's Snapchat account. If you have one, I'll, yeah. do, I'll do like, I, I don't want to have my own. I need, I need less social media, not more. I think it's very addictive to me and I'm like that personality. Once I get into something, everything that I want to do, I want to do it fully. All in. Like all in. So like I'm not going to do what, upload a snap once a week. I'm going to become like Louise and I'm right. going to sit on the toilet and, you don't want to do that and snap. <laughs> India, okay. let's get into this show. Oh, you've got videos. They're all Let me videos. Get, okay, all oh, videos, so I'm gonna go, yes, here we go. Oh, who's that? This is, this is a fan, Hi. or a friend. Hi, is this live interactive? Nope, oh, it's, a video. it's pre-recorded. Hi Gary, my name is Sharon Srivatsa. I am the uh, president of Telus Properties. Uh, for context, we are the fastest growing real estate brokerage in California with about 450 agents and 20 offices. And my question to Gary is, is just this, how can a forward-thinking brokerage like ours build a brand on Facebook and Instagram that all our agents can leverage to build their own individual platforms? Thank you, Gary. So I'll jump into this first one. You can add, Frederick. Uh, so because I've given a lot of speeches at you know Remax and and and, uh, and Keller Williams and all, all these organizations, and when they're at that level with a lot of offices, they're always trying to think about how they empower their agents. I mean, this is a once in a generation agent that comes along and has that charisma level, gets the opportunity to be on television, and then has that up. Did you like that once in a generation? I'm listening. Okay. Go on. Uh, uh, so that's not that's not going to happen for everybody. So I think one of the biggest ways that a a, a company can enable their agents, and we see this in insurance, I see this in fast food, where people are franchisees, is to create content at scale in a hub that people then have access to, can pull from it, and then DJ the content. So there's some great platforms like Percolate, or you can build something internally, or you can do an email blast, but what I would do as your company is I would invest in video, and I would invest in photography, produce content, give them assets, and then training. I think one of the best things that I've seen from people that have agents, I've seen this in insurance, is they've brought in the forward thinkers and put them in front of their users on a closed platform, live streams, Q and A's, consulting opportunities. It's about education and assets, and that's what you want to empower. So it's an investment at the top level. Instead of telling them or trying to get them to do it, force them to get there by overwhelming them with value from the highest level. Wow, that's good, that's good, like that? it's powerful, yeah. So I mean, my, my point please. of view of social media has always been to be as personal as possible. Like I think that's the big 
to answer his question, sure. maybe the, the big challenge for real estate companies, any kind of company, is that they upload photos only of their apartments. That's right. Or, you know, I always give this example of United Airlines, who, and I like United Airlines, I travel with them a lot, but they have like 88,000 employees, but only 60,000 something followers on Instagram. They can't even get their own employees <laughs> to follow them because they upload photos of the airplanes. That's right. So, like, if you make it personal. Or bring like, value. Hmm? Or bring value. For example, when you're an airline, yeah. if you actually put out content around how to make people travel better, save money when they travel, skip lines, like if you actually brought yeah. utilitarian value. But still, for, for social media, yes. there's not that many successful accounts. If United Airlines posted photos of people yep. on airports meeting, crying, loving, hugging for using their vehicles to meet after many years and writing long personal emotional text. Then it could be one of the most, in, you know, most beautiful, powerful Instagram accounts in the world, right? And then they could sell tickets indirectly. My point is, like, social a, media a, is you not see that right behind you? It's a book I wrote a couple years ago called Jab, 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 Right Hook. Oh, it's what you're, it's, it's, well, I'll give it to you, but like, it's what you're describing, which yeah. is put out content that's valuable yeah. to them, yeah. jab, 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 build up equity, and right. then you can yes, ask exactly. for a transaction. For my, I have like 600 something thousand followers. I would say 10 to 20% of my business comes from Instagram. Honestly, I launched I entire it. buildings from it. But it's because I also write emotional text and people 100%. make fun of me because I'm too emotional. Yes. But like, I, it's, I'm a person and I'm, a per, you know, I'm an emotional person. And then when I finally upload something that's real estate related, there's more stickiness to it. People pay attention, yes. My, my career, different than yours, came from doing a wine show on YouTube in the mid-2000s, yes. Mm -hmm. There was a point where I was like, wow, and I was known as like crazy in the wine world. Do you feel like you've become a more extreme version of your natural being because this character, like I always wonder, like have I changed, like do you feel you're exactly who you were five years ago or do you think you're a more extreme momentum version of yourself no. because of what's happened? I know I have the evidence because I've done five seasons the yes. last six years. So yes. I'm, I'm actually, I mean, it was, I was never playing a character because they don't tell us what to do and the right. show is, I wish it was scripted or it's not, yes. right? So, but if you look back, if I look back on the original season, I was, much harder and yes. much more. I was kicking and screaming and squealing and making crazy faces. Actually, like now, I think on the show, I'm much calmer yeah. and I'm much more centered. Yeah, a little bit, but also kind of watching myself so many years and just seeing this <laughs> like crazy character maybe calm myself. Plus, I'm happy, I'm married, you know. Of course. You know, so, of course. Um, Life changes. I don't think it's going that way. I think it's the other. I also saw an episode where you uh, dressed up in character. As Andy oh Warhol. God, so freeing. Have you done yes. that ever? No. Oh my God, I disappeared. I, I, I was so freeing not to be Frederick anymore. Yes. I, I blacked out. I don't even it was remember anything. To be Andy Warhol. I, well, I have an obsession too, but <laughs> it was so amazing to like, now, I mean, I'm looking forward to Halloween. I'm going to go all out and like, just like be someone else than me. India, let's move this. Uh, from Tom. Oh, Tom Ooh. Ferry. Hey, GV, it's TF checking in. Got a quick question for you regarding real estate. What part of the home buying process do you believe is broken and how could technology best solve it? You know, to me, very quickly, and this is going off topic, I think paperwork. I'm fascinated by time. There's a lot of startups that I've invested in. I invest in a lot of early stage startups. Two of them that I've recently invested in, one helps people submit for adoption in 17 minutes instead of seven years. Another one is for wills. It helps you produce a will in an hour that is very legit versus all the time and money. I think the paperwork process. A mortgage process. I mean, 
Like these, so you know, yeah. the creative, the, the vision, you showing somebody, that's humans, that's not technology. But the stuff like, when you know, I bought a, a place out east, signing for an hour, like that's not interesting to me. Like there has to be a better way that technology can solve. Getting an expert's opinion, where's the market going, why is this a new neighborhood, that's the creative, that's the magic, that doesn't get replaced. The commodity does. We, we don't write letters, put them in an envelope, buy a stamp, lick it, put it, we just said, you know, technology fixes the inefficiencies and I think the inefficiency that is commoditized is the paperwork process of mortgages and homes. I, I love that because I do the co-op board packages and they're 600 pages and they're like, you know, to your point, they take months to complete. Yeah, There's I mean, a way to like, beep. Yeah. But I mean, when I, start, when I started, um, yes. this was 13 years ago and that's like how old I am, the listings were coming 35? 39, the listings were coming in via fax. No, this is true. There was no oh, listing system. There was no New York Times. I have a fax service okay. for my email service. Right. And the, it, the fax people offers. I used to watch the freaking fax every morning I came to the office and it got like jammed with papers because the listings were coming in and I was sitting circling my first year these listings in the New York Times to take buyers. Yep. And then I was like the first person I think that had a, a, a Blackberry or Blueberry, whatever we call it, with a wheel. Do you remember that? Yes. That came from London, from, yes. the, from the Wall Street Board, from the... Yes. Hedge fund guys there. Yes, and people thought I was crazy because I could answer in real time. I just, it's funny in 13 years, like how much it's changed. But in in the real estate world, what happened is everybody was saying the real estate agent is going to be eliminated. There's no need for it because now you have Street Easy and all these systems and Zillow. But what happened is that the big real estate agents are getting bigger bigger than ever. Because that skill matters. That skill matters. What has happened is, and this is is actually a very good point. A lot of you, you're tech and entrepreneur driven. Everybody always says this is gonna be dead. Nothing dies. What happens is the B, that's right, the B and C and D players lose Mm -hmm. and the A players take up more because what technology does is it takes out commodity and commodity is usually the only value prop that the C and D player brings to the table. That was interesting. That's good, I like this. (laughs) We're getting, I mean, I feel the the real estate angel in the room. Dan. Hudson Yards. Hudson Yards. Oh, we're moving to Hudson Yards. Our Our office in a month. Yeah, thanks. I work on some of the most incredible real estate developments in New York City, including Hudson Yards. Gary, I heard you're moving your offices uh, over there from uh, Park Avenue South, so I'd love to hear why you decided to make the move. And Frederick, from a residential angle, I'd love to hear what about Hudson Yards you're the most excited about. I'll let you go first because it's far more interesting. I mean, what's I mean, the, what's the vibe? No, right I mean, I answered the question. I yeah. mean, I, I'm obsessed with New York. I mean, like my my husband said, uh, he makes fun of me. He's angry at me because I say New York is the biggest love story of my life. Honestly, like, <laughs> he's no. I think two. what's happening, like the new the new new downtown, which is the old financial district, which yes. used to be Wall Street, which That's is right. not financial at all. Um, the seaport is just blowing up. Hudson Yards, they're all equally. Do you think the Hudson, Do you think the Hudson Yards thing is going to be a big big deal? Oh, it's major. It's like 22 acres of park. It's like 39 skyscrapers. It's unbelievable. The retail and its location, if you look at the map simply. For a Jersey boy, it's, it's great. I just want to... <laughs> no, but it's perfectly located. You're close to the park, close to mid... I mean, it's, but it's still close to the water. And the infrastructure that they're building is going to be incredible. The point, I, you know, it's not so much the love for Hudson Yard. It's going to be great. It's the love for New York always turning over, always changing. I can't keep up with it. No one can keep up Nobody. with it. So mine's much more practical. Stephen Ross, who's building that project, is my business partner and a part owner of VaynerMedia because I want to buy the New York Jets one day and he owns the Miami Dolphins, so I want to be in that ecosystem. You gonna become a Jets fan? Good. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and we're growing so fast, I needed to be in a home where we could grow from within and 
plopping ourselves over there, uh, I thought was a very good idea. Plus, Jewish holidays, getting to Jersey, just scooting right into the Lincoln Tunnel. I'll save myself an extra hour for, uh, for a business meeting, so I like that. Cool, India, let's move Then you're gonna get an amazing view, I'm assuming, because they're all like great. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I, I created two offices, one to look at Jersey where I grew up to like be home, you know, like that's my place, and two, looking at Madison Square Garden because I'm a huge Knicks fan. Yeah. Are you a Knicks fan? Can um, you be a Knicks fan? Say yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, awesome. <laughs> let's move in. <laughs> Harold. Harold. Greetings, gentlemen. My name is Harold Valston, real estate broker, sales trainer, motivational speaker. My question to you, Frederick, is in the early years of your career, how did you uh, build and continually contact your database? And now that the show is so popular and giving you many more opportunities, how are you guys managing that? Thank you. I appreciate your time. In the beginning, in the very beginning of my career, like once again, I was sat all by myself. I had no one helping me, no one, no one mentoring me. Did you, did you work at a firm? Yeah, a very small firm yep. with six agents in West Chelsea. I came off the shrimp boat not knowing anything. Not what made you come here? Um, you just knew? Yeah, I knew because I came here when I was 10 and I honestly, tasted it. I was so in love with the energy and the neon and the danger and the, the not so much the money, but the, the whole thing. And you know, I come from Sweden. It's very calm and beautiful and old. And no, my family no, is still there. I love it. I come back. But I mean, New York, you know? No, so for I mean, 20 years, I was frustrated not living here. So I came and then finally, bam. Um, so in the early years, you're in a yeah. small place. I was by myself. Learning and, the craft. Yeah, I think, it, I, you know, I never really had a database to answer questions. I never, you know, and I need to be better at that. I don't, what I do is I see every single person that I meet, including you, because you're going to buy your next apartment from me, uh, as a potential like, commission check walking around with little four legs, that's unsigned. What I am. Right, exactly, that's what you are. No, you, so every person is a, it's an opportunity. So it's like a. I'm a big open. one. At my first open house, all these people that came in, I just turned them over into new clients. And yes. the listing inventory, I'm so scared. I know in my heart this is the last month, mm -hmm. my prime, it's over. Last year was the best year. That's how I feel. Do you feel like that? Always. Yes, and I wake up every morning like. You're only as good as your down. last at bat. Yeah, so I need to. And like <laughs> always expect. What is the I fucking love it. Okay, good. So I want to grow too. I just got to figure out how I'm going to say grow. Like I got to find my, no, but I, but you know what? I think that's right. I yeah. th you know, to me, I never think anything I've accomplished yesterday means anything yes, for tomorrow. Exactly. You're never cooler than your la last deal or video. I mean, 100%. Never. 100%. Last one? Yes. From Lenny. Lenny looks fired up. Hey Gary, hey Frederick, hey India. Hope everything is well. I'm so excited to be part of the show. I hopefully make this, um, but I am interested. Is it better to focus on branding or better to focus on transactions when you're starting out as a new agent in the luxury market in New York City? Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Lenny, the man. I mean, I, in both, but I mean, you. By the way, I'm gonna stop you. Okay, good. That's yourself. the fucking Honestly, answer. Yes. That's the fucking answer. What people don't understand is branding and sales. He's like, because he looks at me as a human check running around and he wants to be transactional, he's gonna win in the same way that I think sales matters so much. But, much like him, and he accomplished his way, I think what has made me successful at the level that we're at is branding. And branding, what's remarkable is, you know, his charisma and that moment in time, and I don't know why they picked him or what happened, the serendipity, a lot of those things, he had that opportunity at a huge scale. The fact that all of you, have the opportunity to make a video and be on this and now hundreds of thousands of people will see you. The internet has changed everybody's opportunity for brand, but selling is hustle. Yeah. Selling you is hustle. You gotta back it up with the date, I mean with the, the deals too. 
But for sure. I mean, my advice to anyone new in anything, especially like real estate or sales, is just to be not eccentric because you can't, you, it has, as long as authentic, it has to be genuine, right? But be you. Like, I was so nervous when I first came here, I locked up myself and I wasn't the guy you that you. you. Yeah, right, because I thought if I told people who I was and gay and came up from Sweden, all the high kick, all the things that I do today, I would never be hired or fired, all those things. So, so you understand, like, now reality TV in some ways taught me that the hard way because, you know, I'm allowed to be this crazy guy. So, anyway, so in the beginning, if it's 60,000 sales real estate agents in, in Manhattan, just like, be you and own it. Everybody loves to see somebody who's authentic. That's my, you know, there's a, that's branding to me. Stefan, I'm gonna make you do a little work, which will make this episode come out a little later, but before 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, I want you to show some clips. I want you actually use, we have all these video interns now. I want you to show four or five clips from episode 12, 19, 22 of Wine Library TV. I was running a very large wine shop and I had these very high-end clients who were spending four or $500,000 a year on wine. So think about that. And the first 40 or 50, the first 80, actually know the number, the first 80 episodes of my wine show, I was very reserved. Hey guys, it's me, Gary Vaynerchuk, Wine Library TV. Hello everybody and welcome to a wonderful episode of Wine Library TV. I am your host, Gary Vaynerchuk. Hello everybody and welcome to an action-packed episode of Wine Library TV. I am your host, Gary Vaynerchuk. Really? Yes. You're not reserved now. So Correct. Okay. Well, this is why I'm jumping yeah, in right no, now. I, like- I, the show was doing extremely well. It was early YouTube, the first year of YouTube. Mm-hmm. It was starting to get going and I was like, wait a minute, if they think I'm entertaining now, if they knew what I was really like, right. and I just said, you know, screw it. After yeah. episode 80, I'm like, you, you know what? I just jumped yeah. off the cliff. I said, look, I'm gonna be me. I may lose 10, I'm gonna gain yeah, you 100. Can't, you can't please everyone. It's a net net score. Yeah. And it's a better way to living anyways. I mean, 100%. Frederick, I know you need to run. I gotta go take the stage okay. and the talk you just gave. I want you to uh, uh, do a very important thing here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Every guest gets to ask the question of the day. So now you get to ask the tens of thousands of people that are watching this a question of the day. Any question you want answered, it's a good opportunity to get okay. some insight. You can ask a random question. Knock yourself out. What is your question okay. of the day? Well, my question of the day would be like, it's all about being driven to, to ask yourself what is your true drive? Is it money, is it fame, is it charity, is it your mom? Whatever it is, that, you need to put that on a post-it on your mirror, brushing your teeth. The other one is the goal. What is your goal? Be exact. Is it the first million? Is it, once again, to buy your mom a house? Is it to buy a new car? Whatever it is, what is the goal? Visualize, put that on, on a sticker too on your bathroom mirror when you're washing, brushing your teeth. If you do, put, do those two things, you're gonna be super successful. So ask yourself those two questions. My friend. Continued success. Thank you. You keep asking questions, we'll keep answering them.